Today on the End Times Chat, what does it mean to be present-minded but eternally focused? Most people may only be concerned with the here and now. We have been lulled into slumber because everything seemed to be okay. Two years ago, we were blissfully blinded to the evils of this world and we thought this could never happen to us. Tune in to hear from G.J. Reynolds and Dan Crystal on being present-minded and eternally focused. Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. Well, I wasn't quite ready for this weekend. <laughs> Man, what happened? JJ got an ouchie. He got a boo-boo. <clears throat> I just wanted to join the Dan Crystal Club of Hand Injuries. Well, you know, my, my granddaughter is mostly deaf and learning sign language. <laughs> I can still see the band-aid. But uh, my granddaughter, she's, she knows sign language. We've been learning sign language over the last four years. And this is, this is Owie. This is Owie, all right? And then you point it to wherever the Owie is. But the only problem is, is your Owie is on the finger that you're trying to point to. So uh, GJ has an Owie, everybody. He's got an Owie. What, that, was me, that was me touching your finger. Yeah, that's how that works. Um, hey, so how did that happen? Did you get a paper cut? Nope. Did you screw it through? Running a chainsaw. Did you get your finger in between the trigger? <laughs> I was actually running a chainsaw to move the move the branch, and the branch stuck me. Oh, the branch stuck you. Okay, so it wasn't the chainsaw. Thank no, you. No, Thanks. no. Thank you, Lord, for that. No, I'm a certified chainsaw expert. All right. Well, Self, self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. I'm just glad you still have all your limbs. <laughs> well, as far as I can tell, you have all your limbs. <clears throat> You're not crying out of pain. <clears throat> so uh, this past week, holy cow. Holy cow. Hey. Every week, I just feel like things that make you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, for everybody that's out there, we are going to trim down some of the news for everybody because, we, yeah, well, you and I we didn't talk about this. Yeah, we did. No, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. I got like yeah, 30 minutes of news, dude. Oh, well, then that's good. Go mm-hmm. for it. Well, I, here's the thing. When we, when we hopefully like start having some more content off channel, we'll put all that news out for everybody that they can actually go and see it there. Okay. 
Does that sound good? Yeah. I think that's I think that's what we had decided. I'm gonna have a drink. First sponsor. sponsor. Hey, for for those of you out there, there's a spot available right there and also right there for your organization's name to be popped up there. All you gotta do is get in contact with us. We'd love to help you out. Amen. So speaking speaking of news, uh, by, by the way, just so everybody knows, I don't know what you're drinking, but I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water too. <laughs> Look, I'll show you it's water. <laughs> water with ice. I just know uh, somebody's like, yeah, I, I drink a bunch of drunks. <laughs> well, hey, I got something interesting to show everybody. It's kind of a great way to start off the Earth News section. You're drunk? No, no. I'm drunk in the Holy Spirit. That's what they Amen. said. Amen. That's what Paul okay. and Peter, yeah, that's the only way they can go. Um, but you know all the fires that have been happening? Actually, fires all over the world. All over the world. And uh, this now, I brought is- that up. I brought that up last week. Now you're going to go back to last week. Well, because this past week, I had taken some pictures. And I missed one picture, but I found another picture that somebody else had taken that I wanted to point to one of the scriptures that we always talk about. Matthew chapter 24, 4 to 8. There's going to be signs. Uh, in the in the sky, the sun will be darkened, the moon will be turned blood red. So, let me just show show everybody what I'm talking about. So, here is this is actually a picture I took last week when the smoke was resting in the valley. This is the morning, and so there's some there's some trees and some hills right outside my front door. I walked outside in that morning, and that's what I saw. This is not a sunrise. This is actually at like 9.30 in the morning, and the, the sun is darkened, and it stayed that way all day. So not only was, were we able to actually look at the sun for a period of time without our eyes burning, our retinas burning out, um, this is what we saw. And then at nighttime, this is what showed up. Wow. And so- Did uh, you take that one, or did you borrow that from my photo lens? I think I borrowed it from your photo lens, but this is, this is what we saw. We were sitting outside on Friday night and we had a couple, a couple of people over. We were sitting on our back, back uh, yard. We look up and this is what we saw on the horizon. Wow. This is uh, and now I'm not saying that this is exactly what Jesus was talking about. I'm, I'm just thinking that there are other people around the world. There's people in Greece, there's people in Turkey, there's people in Israel. There's people in the United States, all over the United States. Pretty much the whole West Coast is on fire, it seems like. So what you're saying, there's people all over the world. People all over the world. But it's not just fires. It's volcanoes with the ash. It's um, it's storms. Floods. Floods. Droughts. Droughts. I mean, just pestilences of animals. 7.2 earthquakes. Okay. Whoa, 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 dude. I think we just covered the news. Yeah, we did. All right, before, uh, you, before you go off that, well, I guess you can go off. <clears throat> that's the well, beauty of the When y'all were sitting around with other people and you saw that, what was, what was the tone? What was people saying? <clears throat> Not what you were saying. What were they saying? Oh, the, the guests we had at our house? Yes. Oh, well, the first thing they said was, whoa. It's not something you see every day. This is not, this is not a normal phenomenon. But 
uh, on the, at the same token, the first thing that came out of somebody else's mouth that I talked to about this yesterday, what, and they had seen the same thing that we had saw, we saw was that, uh, <laughs> there was another super moon that had happened. And this is the most amount of super moons we've had in one year that, that have been on record. That's what they told me. I haven't confirmed that, but that's the first thing that came out of their mouth as well. So not only are we seeing signs in the sky with the sun and the moon, but there, there are many other things that we can get into, but in the interest of making sure we keep it minimal so we can get to more biblical things a little bit later, that's mine. That's mine for the day. And you didn't send me any pictures, so I don't have anything to pop up for you. Oh, I didn't know I had to send you pictures, dude. Yeah, oh. you, can, you, can, said, you can text me a picture right now, and I will put it up on the screen. I sent you photos, and you don't even say, I don't, yeah, I'm not putting them up. I only want my photos to go up there, because mine are... Did I, did I say that out loud? You did, because well, you didn't email me anything. Well, <laughs> you're right. I didn't email. I texted them. Okay, hold on. Let me. Let's, oh, I, I didn't. Can, I didn't text. I didn't. Text. Oh, oh, okay. Because I can pop your text messages up on the screen, so we can just check, oh. just to make sure. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, the last one I sent. Link. Yeah, that was me getting you the link. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had to ask. Can I even be part of this show anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, so going going back to the serious now. Whoa. I just figured you want to have the whole screen. That scared me. That scared me. I don't like that. That's scaring me. <clears throat> I like how you're doing it, though. Hey, there you go. All right, it's all you, man. What's your Earth news? Connect. So, so, so when you go away and come back, it takes a little bit. We need a better system. Oh, we got one on the way. Yes, we are up. Website coming. We got a platform we're going to be on. But we got a pet, but we got a podcast coming out. Whoa. We got good some stuff, stuff, man. Yeah, we got some good stuff happening. All right. Stay tuned for all that. Yeah. <clears throat> and wherever you're at in the world, you should be able to get access. Okay. Um, back to the blood moon. <clears throat> Obviously, it says in the Bible very clearly, straight, straight, look, you know, I'll show you signs in the sky. I don't remember seeing a blood moon ever. Maybe once, maybe once in my adult life, <clears throat> but I don't, but since 2015, they've just slowly happening. Now they're happening more and more and more. Yeah. All right. Th there's your sign. There, there's a sign right there. Things that make you go. That's GJ creaking, <laughs> turning to the, to the right. And well, I need to go to the chiropractor. So yeah, me too. Get that adjustment. Um, so so that's something that's happening. So one of the things we talk about on the show is all the things that are happening. Now, some of them they may be happening all the time. You say, hey, well, that happens all the time. You know, flooding happens. We know that storms happen, lightning happens, <clears throat> volcanoes happen, earthquakes happen, pestilences. And when I say pestilence, like elevated number of, of uh, cicadas or grasshoppers and a whole series of things. <clears throat> and then animals die. And then, as you've pointed out quite a few times on this show, not one or two things are dying. It's like a whole group of whatever it was, birds, fish. I don't know what else. But anyway, 
it just shows I wasn't paying attention to you. So anyway, a lot of things are dying. <clears throat> that that on its mirror, on its own, you say, well, that happens. And I agree, it does. When all these things are happening over and over and over at an accelerated path, so just like the blood moon from 2015 to now, <clears throat> I don't know how many we've seen, and then the eclipses are happening, and then how planets are lining up. I mean, we've had that happen a couple times just in the last, what, six months? <clears throat> so all these things are happening that somebody can say, you know, somebody can say, hey, well, that's just normal or whatever. Or every so often this happens. <clears throat> but when you take it all together, that just shows me that there's a sign. Yep. God's speaking. God's shaking. We had a great comment from Eric here where uh, we we're just oh, talking here, about Let me put on my, my glasses because I can't see because I'm on my phone. Well, that's okay. I'll read it for you. I can barely see you, bro. Hey. There are two events. This is Eric, this good friend of mine over here in, in Northern California. There are two events which could produce worldwide effects of the darkening of the sun and moon, a hit by a meteor or a supervolcano. And interestingly enough, those are two things that have been in the news quite a lot recently. There, uh, and I know, you know what? I could go down that pathway, but I want to stay true to what we decided. I'll keep, I'll keep that one for next time. Okay, Jack, next. What's your earth news? Oh, my gosh. I know you probably already have this. The Middle East is struggling with water. I don't have that. That's not on my list. Well, think about that. The Middle East is struggling with water. It's a desert. <laughs> <laughs> is that not, that's not news. That's, that's common knowledge. However, okay, right, drinking water <clears throat> is shrinking. So lakes and, and different ways of water is is shrinking. And then they showed over the last 20 years how just one lake went from huge to it's almost a puddle. Yeah. <clears throat> it used to be where they would have people go on vacation. They would enjoy the water. That's just one example. So, I mean, if you dive into water issues in the Middle East. And it caught my eyes because I'm like, duh, it's a desert. <clears throat> However, we've seen flooding there in the Middle East. <clears throat> we've seen all these crazy things that happen in the Middle East. And as we know, everything always points back to Israel. However, this was Iran. <clears throat> the main article was about uh, a lake in, in Iran, but then they started expanding by Jordan and some of the other countries are experiencing the same thing. However, maybe not quite as rapid as what the example that they gave was Iran. And they did have a photo. Uh, I should have texted to you, but I didn't. So next week, I'll be, I'm going to load you up, bro. Load me up. As soon as we're done with the show, I'm going to be loading you up with photographs. So next week, what? Next week will be a slide presentation. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. But on the water front, I'm serious. <clears throat> Fires all over. Flooding happened in New Jersey, Tennessee. Um, elevated drought. Across, and I'm just going to use across the world as happening. And then they had a map on the world. And then they had a map uh, on the United States of America. And then basically the western half of the United States <clears throat> 
is significantly, not just a little, significantly dry. And obviously we got the fires all over, but the amount of water is, I mean, we're, we had rain, some rain the other day. It lasted like five minutes and we're like, oh my gosh, that's the shortest rain I've ever seen living in Nebraska. But it dumped on you. There's two inches of rain in New York City in one hour this past weekend. Well, they did have a tropical storm. But two inches of rain in one hour. So what does that do? Floods. Yes. So New Jersey, New Jersey's next to New York. I know. Yeah, I used to live there. I get it. I was 20 minutes away from Manhattan for two years. Oh, I was, I was, I think, I was thinking oh. maybe, maybe you missed, maybe you Damn. missed geography that day. Dan knows where New Jersey is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you grew up in Maryland. Yes, I did. <clears throat> so that's, so my, that's my earth news for today. Well, all that, just to, just to kind of bring it all together, I know we kind of joke a lot during this section, but um, seriously, we joke, there's... We joke, that, we joke around the whole time. Yeah, we do, because it's okay to laugh. It's okay to have a good time. We don't want we don't want to be so terminally serious to try to put fear into your into your life, which I want to talk about later. Yes. And we're going to bring that. And but we want you to be presently minded. We want you to be thinking about what's happening right now and also recognize you shouldn't be depressed about all of this. You can still be happy about it because you know that the end is near and that God's going to be uh, coming to rescue those who love him and believe in him. So uh, as far as wars and rumors of wars. For me, I'm, I'm not going to actually target just one. Uh, I mean, I do have one piece of information, but it kind of brings everything together like you just did for the for the whole Earth News. So Iran, I just have, I'll just list it out like this. Iran has notched up its, its aggressiveness, especially since the United States has been kind of uh, floundering around a little bit in the Middle East. Syria is praised by Russia for knocking 22 out of 24 rockets from Israel out of the sky. The Mideast region and the North have been so active militarily and in terrorist activity that it is, it's, it's hard to keep up with all the news. Every time I go on to look at what's happening uh, with, uh, with wars and rumors of wars, that area just stands out among all the other areas. And of course, the two that are constantly in the news are China and Russia. And with China, as we mentioned last week, coming into Afghanistan, talking to the Taliban leader, then two weeks later, the Taliban take over their capital. And then Iran is sending, is blowing up things and Israel's going after them in Syria and Hezbollah and Hamas. It's all happening in the Middle East. So this is what it reminded me of. It reminds me of three different wars that we all need to be aware of that are in scripture. And these are the three major wars that I think that most of us don't spend a lot of time thinking about, talking about, but to, in order to be eternally focused, we need to take the scripture and then understand that what's happening right now is leading up to what God is going to have for us, which brings us back to that whole fear conversation we'll get back to later. The first war is this, a deadly and destructive border war between Israel and its immediate neighbors. Now, that's been happening for years, ever since 1948. It's not just one war, it's an ongoing war. Okay, that's one of the things that scripture talks about. The second would be a broader regional war between Israel and its Islamic neighbors on all sides. That's the entire Middle East. So if you haven't taken a look at a map recently, you need to go take a look at a map and see where Israel is. 
and understand that it is surrounded by Islamic State countries. And so there's going to be a broader regional war that's going to take place, and that's already in the mix. Now, we do have some peace treaties and things going on, and I just saw that there was a uh, the first, uh, I think it was a bat mitzvah that happened in one of those countries that signed a peace deal in for the, I don't know how many years. But the third war we need to be mindful of is a worldwide war focused on the destruction of Israel, its land, and its capital city, Jerusalem. This is otherwise known as the Battle of Armageddon, which is kind of a misnomer because it actually happens on the mountains of Israel. And in, in this huge valley where they gather is called Megiddo, or what we know as Armageddon. And this war, this worldwide war, happens at the end of the seven-year tribulation period that we read about in Daniel and Revelation. So the reason why we talk about all this is, is number one, because Jesus said to look out for him. He said, but don't worry, that's not the end. He said, these things must happen. He said, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Uh, we also know in Daniel about the 10 kings that rise up, three which will be torn down by one. We talked a lot about that last week. But these are the three wars, the kinds of wars that we need to be looking out for. So uh, with all the aggressiveness and all the things happening in the Middle East, we need to be presently minded and keep our eyes focused on what's happening, especially in that region of the world. Back to you, GJ. All right, I'm just going to give the one because you covered them all. Thank you. Good job, by the way. Oh, um, I do have one question before. I'm just going to give you my one. Is uh, China is still jacking around with Taiwan? Yeah, I, le I left that one out there because I because you I knew wanna... you knew you had to give me one. <laughs> At least one. There's others. There's others out there. <laughs> North, North Korea continues to quietly be in the news as well. It's not mainstream, but you gotta you gotta dig. So, so all these countries. I mean, some of them are talking with each other that normally don't talk with you, you know, based in the past, and then some that are talking like, well, that makes sense. So rumors of war and actual wars. There's your signs. Yeah. Uh, going back to the tribulation, why don't you explain what the tribulation is? Because a lot of people don't really know what the rapture or the tribulation is. <clears throat> I know I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, you're asking me to do that? Hold on one sec. Oh, yeah. You're the only one on that can hear me and see me. In this type of communication. So, yeah, you, you, bro. But I just took a few minutes. I'm like, I was giving you the floor. No, I want to hear you because you did such a job. Good, good job eloquently describing everything, tying it back to the Bible. You are, this is honest truth, people. Dan's one of the smartest people on the face of the earth. So I'm just saying he's genius smart. Back to you. Okay, now the pressure's on. So we want to talk about the rapture and the tribulation. So most people that are out there, they're, uh, if they haven't read the scriptures, which you know, unfortunately most of the world has not. And so when we talk about the rapture, we're talking about what First Thessalonians talks about, where uh, Jesus will come down and we will be brought up together to meet him in the air. What that means is, is that those who have believed in Christ and believed in Jesus as the Son of God, that came to take away the sin of the world and rose again on the third day and then ascended to the Father, 
Everyone that proclaims that Jesus is the Son of God and has accepted forgiveness for their sins, uh, whether they've been, whether they've died or they are living right now, they will be raptured as the church. That is according to what JJ and I believe. That will usher in what's called the seven-year tribulation period. Now we're not up. We're not going to debate with you on those time frames because really that's why we put that question up at the very end of the video. Is are you ready? So no matter what you think about when that's going to happen, the fact of the matter is you need to be ready to receive him when, or to uh, to hear him come when he comes. But that's what we believe. The rapture is going to usher in the seven-year tribulation period, three and a half years, which will be peaceful. But there's going to be a one world ruler that will rise up under the scene. And then the last three and a half years of that are going to be extreme turmoil. Um, if you thought things were bad now, they're going to be 100 times worse during that time frame. It'll, it'll be mass chaos. And during that time frame, those who, who actually accept Christ during that tribulation period, because people are still going to know about Jesus. There's going to be 144,000 evangelists that, by the way, will come out of Israel from the 12 tribes of Israel, they will evangelize the world. So people are going to get saved. The only thing is the Antichrist that's going to rise on the scene is going to want to try to take them all out. And he's going to try to take out any Christian. Speaking of which, Afghanistan right now, I was reading about, there's a, a nonprofit organization. I'm not sure if this is in one of yours later, GJ, but I think it goes really well with what we're talking about. That right now, there's a nonprofit organization that uh, there's many Christians in Afghanistan, the Taliban, according to their report, is going door to door looking for Christians, pulling them out and ex executing them, targeting them specifically because they're Christian. So that's the kind of thing we're talking about. This is not something to be played with. This is something to understand. This is something to be presently minded about. But in order for us to make it through it and to persevere, we have to be, we have to understand that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, who is the son of God. There you go. Unscripted from the heart. There it is. Good job. I knew you'd do a great job. Well, thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. it. And since you're the boss of me, I knew you wanted to do that part anyway. So, <laughs> you know, my time is going to get on you for that. You Whoa. know that, right? She's going to be like, GJ, come on, man. You guys are partners. Yeah, but I can still say it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so, um, you know why I can say it? half the show's mine right now. That's right, half it is, oh. and, there, and there it is. So, actually, this is God's show. You know, I was just thinking that. I know you were. Because you're, you you're one of the smartest people in the world, if not the smartest. And I say that with truth, not <clears throat> any sarcasm. Well, I appreciate that. And you, my friend, are one of the most amazing, driven men in the entire planet. He's got a head on his shoulders that knows what to do with business, how to make things happen, build relationships. And, and I'm not just blowing smoke either. I really, really believe this. And uh, God put us together for a reason. So, uh, but we give all glory to him. Amen. So, well, thank you for the compliment. I uh, am humbled. Thank you. So thank you. Uh, back to you. Leading up to the tribulation though, we, um, uh, I want you to go first on this one. What do you got on this one? Because I don't want to be, I, there's some things in my heart, some scriptures. I want to pull them up and pop them on the screen so that people can see them. <clears throat> well, you, you sent me a little bit yesterday in text and then this morning or what you actually put on about the show uh, today. 
Uh, I just read a little bit of it. Didn't even read the whole thing because I was like, yep, I'm on point. I'm on point with what you're thinking, which is always the case. Uh, we're always in sync. And uh, that just shows that God's working. Um, I know we continue to talk about this. If you just look at all this news, it's, there's a lot of shit going on with this floods. People say, hey, this is crazy. It's fearful. Uh, I was having a conversation with my wife this morning. And, you know, she was just talking about the level of fear that people are experiencing, the level of anxiety. And, you know, we do a lot of resources on those types of topics and know a lot of people that speak to those topics professionally. And everybody's just talking about how elevated it is and more so than ever before. And then I'm like, okay, you know, <coughs> if you're in an area that's, not dealing with flood, earthquakes, fires, <coughs> maybe a little bit of trout. <clears throat> with all the technology and all the benefits and all the, the things that we have available to us I, in most places in the world. I know there's people right now that are that are watching us that they wish they had some of the, <coughs> the things that we had <clears throat> and, and don't. Um, so back to with all the, the benefits, we're like, there's such a level of fear, more so than ever before. Now, if you're watching the news, and I haven't watched the news in a year. I mean, the last time I really watched the news was probably when I was a kid growing up. Because <clears throat> I learned that the news is always bad. The news <laughs> never, the news seldom puts out anything good, other than the weather and maybe sports. <laughs> <laughs> and once in a while they'll do the the good the good story just so so people will continue to to, to pay attention. <clears throat> but most of the time it's a fear. Or it's coming from a negative perspective. So I'm like, why do I need that negativity in my life? So I've hardly ever watched news. Now when we started the show, I knew <laughs> I had to understand what's going on. <clears throat> and I and excuse me, and by the way, I was dealing with the the dreaded, you know what, <clears throat> um, a few weeks ago, so I still have the remnants. Um, that's why I'm coughing. But um, they're going to go away. They're going to go away. But I feel great. I feel great. And you're supposed to say, Dan, Dan gee, you look good. Thanks. Gee, um, you look great, man. Seriously. Thanks. thanks, I, thanks. I, I've seen you when you weren't feeling so, or heard you when you weren't feeling so great. And then I saw you when you weren't feeling so great. Yeah, you, look, yeah. you look great. You look this great. is what a great camera and great lighting can do. <laughs> I'm really CGI. <laughs> no, there's not that game. <laughs> Back to fear. There's such a level of anxiety and fear to to more numbers than I've than I've ever felt or seen <clears throat> in my lifetime. Another thing that that adds to this is we sent out an email last week. It's a pretty large email. We're still getting opens on an email that typically you got a 24 to 48 hour window and you know 24 hours you know you, you, it's, it goes like this up and then you know after about 12 hours it starts to taper off and then after about 24 it starts to drop <clears throat> once in a while 48 hour same with the social post yeah <clears throat> pretty and and then i'm like oh my gosh this sucker's still getting open this sucker's still you know they tapered off after four days I'm like, whoa. 
And, I, and then we're getting emails saying, thank you. I needed to hear this. This is on point. Usually we'll get some emails. And then, of course, you always get the emails that somebody's complaining. But most of the emails we've gotten were like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Not, you know, thumbs up or whatever. <clears throat> Which tells me people are hungry for positivity. People are hungry for hope. People are hungry for something new. And right now, fear is paralyzing a lot of people. And I'm seeing it with people that I know personally in and around me, whether in Nebraska or somewhere else, but I have a relationship with them and I see it. And so I, I, as you, as you know, I don't know if everybody else knows, I'm sitting in a different place than I normally sit, although it may look the same because I got all these books behind me. Well, I got books there and I got books there. <clears throat> so I used to be where you'd see those books. Now you're seeing these books. And I read it in my office. Then I started going through my desk and, and I'm like, why do I have this? And why do I need this? And started getting rid of stuff and simplifying, <clears throat> which I'm getting to the point, by the way. So then I find some of my notes, my notes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is on fear. This is on faith. This is on fear. This is on faith. Some was my personal handwritten, written. some was something that I pulled because it was, it was a, a, applicable. And I don't know why I printed it out, but I printed it out. <clears throat> So, so what I'm seeing now is this continues to rise. So before I jump into it, I'm going to turn it back over to you because I've rambled on long enough. No, that's okay. I The, the one thing I wanted to mention, and it kind of has... All right, not, time's up. Time's up. Back to me now. Yeah, back to you. No. Uh, no, I just, I have a, a few <laughs> scriptures I want to read, but what I want, why I want to read these scriptures have to do with a new study that I just saw uh, from the University of Michigan. So this is in the leading up to the tribulation section that we would normally do. And this, this study from the University of Michigan says that the majority of Americans now claim to support the theory of evolution. So kind of it's like, you know what? Well, I guess Christians can. Yeah, it's just it's it's doable. Right. I mean, but, so they're not even thinking about the fact that when you actually believe if you say you come out, you support the theory of evolution, which if you look back at actually what evolution is, it completely removes the God factor out of anything that we can ever say about creation. As a matter of fact, the word creation is not even in there because it says that some <clears throat> primordial ooze was struck by lightning at just the right time at the right moment. And all of a sudden life started. And then from that little amoeba of life. We come into existence billions of years later. That's evolution in a nutshell. Now, you can look up Charles Darwin. You look up all the stuff about evolution. You can even say, hey, it kind of makes sense. I could see how a, I could see how a frog could turn into uh, something on land. And all right, can I stop? I got to stop you right there. Okay. Yes, I'm interrupting you. What? I know. It's crazy. So if somebody can. If somebody, oh, I really they forgot the, bang, the Big Bang theory, dude. Oh, the, well, that's that. Yeah, the Big Bang kind of started it off. So here's what happens when we say that we support the theory of evolution. We say then we have now taken God and his place as creator and we've turned it to an idol, which is a theory. Now, follow me on this. Anytime you take God out of the equation and replace him with something else, that is called idolatry. Mm -hmm. So. I have a, a few scriptures I want to pop up on the screen for everybody. While you're doing, while you're doing that, I'm going to read a couple things while you're doing it. Yeah. Good. 
In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And God said, let there be light. There was light. And God saw the light, that it, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the, wa from the water. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. I don't even know what the firmament means. This is King James Bible, by the way. That's why I was Bible literate, illiterate growing up, because I just couldn't read it. So now I read NLT, and then I go back to King James. And this was my dad's Bible, which is King James Version. So that sounded a little weird. But the bottom line, God created God, God, God. And if you believe that this is the God's word, the inerrant word, the only word, the truth, whether it's the NLT version or the King James version or the, you know, whatever version, there's a lot of versions. God's word is God's word. If you believe that, then all this other stuff is a joke. And yes, yes. I said, it. yep, I said it. You said it. It's a joke. And here's a, here's the deal. Jesus said that the two greatest commandments are love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. That sums up all the law and the prophets. Well, if we take a look at the, at the Ten Commandments, then what we see is that one of the very first ones is you shall have no other gods before me. So when we're talking about being eternally focused, we're helping you to see that if you're going to, and this is the majority of Americans right now, according to this report, if you're yeah, gonna wait, say, wait, wait, wait. According to this report, all right, yeah. here's the thing. Most of these reports are garbage, and most of these reports are slanted, and most of the, these reports actually have a a manipulation or something behind it to drive or say hey, it's this or that. Me and my wife had this conversation about a whole nother topic, and I'm like, but is it? Right. But, but is it? But is it? Is it really? Is it really? Is it really? If they're putting this report out there, what we're what they're really saying is they're trying to shift people's minds in that direction. Correct. Well, if most people are starting to say evolution is is the truth and that God's creation story is not, then oh well, if everybody else is doing it, maybe should maybe I should too. So let's just bring in that same scripture you just read, but let's just knock it down. Genesis. So how, how many people are in the United States? Let's just talk about the United States because since this reports on how many three hundred fifty million. So 334 million right now. All right. So what's half of that? 117 million. All right. So they actually went out and asked 118 million people. Were you on that list? Did you get called? Did I you didn't get, get that Did you get I Well, I texted you the photos and you didn't get them. So, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't send those. Um, seriously? So how can you say majority if you're not talking to the majority? There's a sign yep. right there. I don't care what the topic is. And yeah, I'm getting a little feisty on some of the stuff. It's yep. like I'm sick and tired of believing all this stuff. Oh, majority. Or this, that. You know what? We've talked about a lot of topics in the last, well, I don't even know how long, since almost a year. <clears throat> and we've touched some sensitive topics. And we're like, most people don't think that way. The news thinks that. The news puts it out there. Oh my gosh, it's everybody. It's not. Exactly. It's a it's a it's a crock. Yep. I don't know where that said, but 
Well, here's the reason why we're putting it out there, though, GJ, is because we want to right the wrong. And that's why I brought this story up. Amen. Amen. The very first first words in the Bible from Genesis 1-1 are, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, if you think it's just in Genesis, it's all throughout the scripture, Isaiah 44-24. This is what the Lord says, Your Redeemer, who formed you in the womb, I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens, who spreads out the earth by myself. We also see in Revelation 4, 11, our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory, honor, and power for you created all things and by your decision, they are and were created. One other one, John chapter one, he being Jesus was with God in the beginning. He's the word. All things were made by him and nothing was made without him. In him, there was life, and that life was the light of all people. So whenever you see a report that goes out there, this is why we're saying leading up to the tribulation. If you think about it, when Jesus said there will be a great deception, and and even Paul talks about it, that would deceive even the very elect. We're saying that you need to watch out for what the media says, for what the majority says, or what these reports say, or these studies say, and actually start thinking for yourself. Here is, um, well, this kind of goes into my things that make you go home thing. But if you have something else, GJ, I want to make sure I give you that opportunity. Well, I have a lot. I have a lot. And I could go different places. Um, you talk about a couple things. So so if you're on the other side of the fence saying, well, it could be and this and that, and that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> if you take, take a step back, we always said, say on the show, take a step back and look at the facts. Not just one fact, not just one report. Look, go do some homework. I mean, right now we have access to more technology, more data than ever in the history, more than any time up to this point combined. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So we have access, right? Now, you have to dive into some topics to find the data. You have to d- dig in a little bit because on the surface, a lot of times it's, <clears throat> you know, for, well, there's a whole lot of reasons why it's on the surface sometimes. <clears throat> could be paid for, could be manipulation, but let's not even debate that. Let's just talk about there's plenty of data. So we encourage you to go check out. So what about the other report? Is that the only report ever? No, I don't think so. Oh, by the way, if you're a Michigan fan, you know, Wolverine. Sorry. <laughs> we love you too. Don't worry. We're still going to give you the message. That's why LSU is number one. Uh, yeah, I said it. So we are often paralyzed with irrational thoughts and fear. <clears throat> well, the thoughts, who's putting those thoughts out? Who's putting the reports out? So irrational, even though the other, there's enough that makes sense, but, but does it when you really get, get down to the brass tacks? <clears throat> We're at a place in our time right now. We have to question everything. We have to assume that most things are not real. It's not factual, and it's not based on truth. Now, you can say, this isn't based on truth. You can argue that. That's fine. I I was I was on that fence. <laughs> I was on the other side of the fence at one point. <clears throat> and that's a whole other story. But now, I believe 100%. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing the show. <clears throat> Rather than living by faith, we live by fear. So we're living by fear over faith. 
when you have faith and when you're stepping into faith and you're stepping into God's presence, <clears throat> the fear starts to subside. It may not go away completely, but it starts to subside. <clears throat> and the more you lean into God, the more that will start to subside. <clears throat> These toxic fears can cripple our lives and rob us of our joy. Right now, people are not joyful. <clears throat> They're fearful. <clears throat> and they have more anxiety. Those are reports, not by just one source, that is over and over. And I'm seeing it with people that I never would have thought would be in that position. Yep. So it just shows it's happening. <clears throat> I'm going to continue on here. God's word says about toxic fears and how we should face them. So right here, it talks about how we face them. <clears throat> I, I go to the story of Aaron and Moses. Most people know the story of Moses. You know, he <clears throat> took a staff, <clears throat> a part of the Red Sea, so that <clears throat> Israelis could escape from Egypt. However, God is the one that did that. It wasn't, he used Moses and his staff. It was God that actually did that. Uh, <clears throat> the last thing I'm going to say no matter where we're at, and I can go a whole lot of things about faith and, and belief and moving forward, and, and if we got time, I'll cover that. <clears throat> Is anything too hard for the Lord? <clears throat> At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. So this was <clears throat> up. Well, <laughs> that, that was actually <laughs> one of the one of the verses I had, but I went out of context here. Anyway, the first thing he says, is, is anything too hard for the Lord? <clears throat> Duh. He created <laughs> everything. Well, don't forget the other scripture that says, uh, nothing is impossible with God. <clears throat> that is uh, in the New Testament, and that actually refers right back to what, what uh, you were just talking about. And it's actually in Luke 137. It says, for nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. So if you're living in that fear, and the fear is what, and there's two different kinds of fear we've talked about, right? There's the fear that says, oh, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere because I'm afraid that I'm going to get some kind of illness, get some kind of, get hit by a car or, or lightning bolt's going to strike me. But then there's a fear of the Lord that says, because he created all things and he's the uh, the one who runs, he's the king of the universe, I reverence him. I fear him not in a way that says I'm afraid of you, but says I, I fear him because I reverence him. I want to lift him up. He is the, He is God and he is the creator of all things. Um, so you're, it's not out of context is what I'm trying to say. When he was talking to Abraham and saying, hey, you, I can, if I want if I want you and Sarah to have a baby, nothing is impossible for me. I can make that happen. I can speak it into existence. If I can speak the entire world into existence, if I can send my only son to this earth to die for your sins on a cross, and he and he heals and saves and, and delivers people all throughout the time he was on this earth, and he still does it today, then nothing is impossible with God. So we don't need to live in fear. We can live in two different ways in this presently minded. Uh, thing that we're talking about. We can live in fear of everything going on around us, or as GJ is talking about, we can live by faith in Jesus, 
who has given us the actual end of the story. And we know what happens at the end. He wins. Amen. I was just giving you a chance to collect yourself because, you know, you were getting you were so excited that your your whole coughing thing was starting. So my bronchial, my bronchial tubes were shrinking. You know what? <clears throat> this whole another topic, a whole nother thing we could do a whole show on. Uh, By the way, I love it when you, I love it when you get fired up, man. It's a good thing. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, yeah, Satan wants to silence my voice. And if you're watching it, does Satan want to silence your voice? God wants to rise rise up with your voice. Um, and I, we talk about all these things that are going on in the world. And like Dana said, you know, uh, we're not to be, we don't have to be fearful. Now, if you say, hey, I lived, I, I was in, you know, living in the town in Northern Cal that burned up. I, I was in New Jersey and my flood, my house was flooded. Uh, I was in Tennessee in the flood. I was in the Middle East, and now I don't know where the drink was. <clears throat> we can talk about all those things, and you say, yeah, life sucks right now, and it's there. But God is there for you. And I think a lot of times, and, it, and we're going to experience different trials. <clears throat> What's your character? And are you going to lean into God? Are you going to be obedient? <clears throat> and this is a note I wrote um, in 2017. True knowledge of God is born out of obedience. Well, we started this show out of obedience. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we're like, we don't know who's going to watch this. We're not going to know if anybody's going to tune in. We're not going to know if like, hey, anybody wants to hear this. We're like, they might just tune, tune us off on day one. We might get canceled. We don't know. What we knew is we're being obedient. And we said, you know what? We'll start it. And every week it continues to grow. So that's, that says something <clears throat> out of obedience. And, and we're not doing any marketing. This is God. God is doing that. So that tells me people want hope. People want faith. People want something different. And people are sick and tired of all the all the stupid stuff that's being reported, whether it's true or not true. It's like people want something tangible. And what I've learned is that the more I've leaned into God, the more I leaned into Jesus, the more I've done that, the more uh, I, I have had certain things taken away. More uh, a higher level of faith, a higher level of peace, and a higher level of joy. And part of the reason why we joke around on this show isn't because we think it's light or it's bad and we're, you know, having a good time. A lot of people think our lives are all perfect. What most people don't realize is that you've had a lot of struggles in the time that I've known you, you and people around you. And, and if Satan can't take you out, what is he going to do? He's going to attack friends or family members or co-workers or whoever. <clears throat> yeah. And since I've known you, a lot of those things have happened. <clears throat> On the flip side, you've also been very blessed too. And I can say the same thing about me and, and my family. Yeah. And uh, so there's always two sides to the coin. <clears throat> so go, a couple of things that I do want to say here is that all these crazy things that have gone on in the world, God said, God said, in the Bible, these things would happen. <clears throat> and they're happening at an, at an accelerated rate. <clears throat> so here's a couple of things. God is still reigning over the nations. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what's going on, he's in charge. <clears throat> God is still in control of everything. Uh, <clears throat> and there's a Bible verse to support each one of these. Psalm 47, 8. And then Daniel 220 to 21. 
God is still at work in the world. God can bring good out of evil. We're seeing a lot of evil. We're seeing a lot of bad things happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so God can bring good out of evil and light out of darkness. <coughs> God will. <coughs> <laughs> He's got this, guys. You got to pray for GJ, man, right now. Pray for him. He's <laughs> God will judge all wrongdoing and bring justice to the world. God will be worshipped by all nations. And yes, if you will. read and if you read it, all, you know, the Bible, all the way to the end, it's happening. And it will happen. And if it happens, isn't happening in certain parts of the world, it will happen. God, God calls us to be faithful, courageous, and love <laughs> and love each other. Hence, my shirt says love. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Hey, so before um I, we're actually 11.22. This hour is kind of full. But before we kind of wrap it up and just bring it all down to the most important thing, uh, just from what you're talking about, as far as the scripture being real, it is a, as we have, we see the Bible and the scripture and the word of God as a couple of things. One, as a double-edged sword. And a double-edged sword, uh, it says in the New Testament that it, it could pierce even to the bone and the marrow, right? So, that's how that's what it can do. And so that's what the word of God is. So when we look at that, we can see that everything in the Bible that God has made sure that we have today. And we can look at church history and see how that happened in 325, the Council of Nicaea, and how they prayed for and fasted for days. And then God gave them and said, Here the here's what I want to be in the in what we now know as the Bible. But even if we just take the Old Testament and the Israeli Bible, which is the Torah and the Hebrew scriptures and the wisdom and the prophets, we can see that there, it, these things that have been in scripture are, have come true and some things are coming true. And so one of the things I wanted to share about things that make you go, hmm, which is really what mine is today, is that I saw a story and I saw the picture and I read all about it. This student in Italy, 22 years old, tattoos a QR code on his arm. This QR code is his jab certificate. That's all I'm going to say. And right now we know that there are hundreds of thousands of people all across this planet that are getting together, going to their capitals and protesting. The very same thing I'm talking about. This 22-year-old tattoos his jab certificate on his arm, a QR code, and then TikToks himself walking into a McDonald's, having it scanned, and it goes viral. So it made me think about when people are not presently minded and eternally focused, when they live in fear versus faith, they do things like this to gain approval. And then the rest of the world is like, oh, that's super cool. That makes perfect sense. Why don't we do that too? It's a precursor for what we understand could potentially be something that causes us to not be able to go anywhere, be able to buy and sell unless we have something on our bodies that says we're marked. Now, what I, I wanted to give two quotes about this and kind of leading into um, what we should be doing and why we want you to know all the things we've told you today. One, is a, one quote is by a guy named Peter Hitchens. He says, is there any point in public debate in a society where hardly anyone has been taught how to think while millions have been taught what to think? And that's kind well, of what we're say, right say, that, say that one more time, by the way. Me and Alita had this conversation yesterday. Say that one more time. 
Is there any point in public debate in a society where hardly anyone has been taught how to think, but millions have been taught what to think? Quote by Peter Hitchens. Another guy named Stefan Molyneux has said, if you can convince people that freedom is injustice, they will then believe that slavery is freedom. I mean, these two, these two, and then this 22-year-old in Italy doing what he's doing, and then the millions that have watched this video of him going into a McDonald's and having his arm scanned so he can actually go in and buy some food. Thank you. That's a complete thing that make you go, hmm. I mean, that's something that when we're not trying to tell you what to think. We want you to understand how to think. And that is Amen. be focused on the faith in God through Jesus Christ, his son. You need to study it for yourself. You need to immerse yourself in the scriptures. Now, if you're in a place where the Bible is outlawed, I'm sh- we, ha- we have ways we can get that scripture to you. And um, I'm not even sure you can even reach out because somebody might even get to you. But uh, you, can somehow- still, you, you still have a personal connection between you and God. Yeah, and still, you, you can still talk to God and nobody will know. So we're not telling you what to think. We're telling you how to think. Think biblically. Think God-focused. Think Jesus and his life on the cross and what he's done for all of us. Think love God and love your neighbor as yourself. JJ, you need to take it from here. We need to pray. Well, before we pray, I found this little note card that I and, and going through all my files. I found some really good stuff, by the way. God believes in you. So this is for everybody that's listening or somebody that you know. Somebody you know needs to hear this. And you don't have to share the show, but share this with them. Uh, If you do share the show, tell them to go to the 57-minute point. God believes in you. No matter what you've done, God believes in you. And it actually says, I believe in you. And so I is God. No matter what you've done, I believe in you. No matter what's happened to you, I believe in you. No matter what people say, I believe in you. Mm. No matter if you're rich or poor, I believe in you. No matter your age, size, or IQ, I believe in you. That's that's perfect because you got a high IQ. I don't. And I never know when that's going to come. Yeah. No matter where you live, I believe in you. No matter your position or lack of one, I believe in you. No matter, no matter, no matter, I believe in you. And somebody can say, well, my life is not in a good place or it sucks or whatever. Here's what I know. When you start to think eternal, you may have a tough year, but by being obedient and turning to Christ, Jesus, and the only way to God is through the through the Son, which is Jesus, <clears throat> that's how you get to God. So you can go straight to God, but if you want to have a personal relationship, have to go through Jesus, and uh, a lot of people miss that mark, and and different places around the world miss that mark. And uh, the one thing I know, you may struggle here. What's your character say? What what? When you start to think eternal, it's really a short timeline. It's really a short timeline. And I know we I've had good times. I've had bad times in my life. The one thing I know, the bad things typically do pass. And no matter what. If you die, you have eternal life when you've given your life to Jesus. And how do you do that? Asking for forgiveness. As it says, no matter what you've done, no matter what's happened to you, God sees you for you. God forgives you and God will restore you. God will renew you. 
All you have to do is ask <clears throat> and then acknowledge that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and that he is the way to the Father, Father God. <clears throat> and, and, and and that it's really that simple. Yeah. Just by repenting and asking for forgiveness and asking for God to come into your heart <clears throat> and then you will become restored and renewed. And that's a whole nother topic and how that works and how, and how that goes on. And your situation may continue to be there. Well, when you start to think present and then you start to think eternal, it changes everything. And I can see it. I mean, right now I've seen it in, in Dan's life. I've seen it in my life and I've seen it with other people's lives as well. It can be the same for you. Dan, why don't you lead us in prayer, please? Yes, do it. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, right now, we're not even going to, there's nothing more to say, really, because right now it is all about you. It always has been about you and what we're doing here today. So, Lord, as there are people out there that are watching this moment right now, they're about to say this prayer and about to enter into a relationship with you because of Jesus. So everyone that was in the sound of my voice, if you want to receive Jesus today and what he's in his forgiveness and have a relationship with God, the creator of the universe, the one that formed you in your womb, this is what you need to do. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. And Father, I thank you for sending your son. I believe that Jesus is the son of God that has come to take away the sin of the world and has offered forgiveness for me. So come and live in my heart. Forgive me of all my past, the sinful nature that is a part of me and make me new. Come and live in my heart. Teach me the right way to live. Change how I think. Help me to learn how to think presently minded because of what you're doing in the world right now, but to focus eternally on my relationship with you and where I'm going to end up after this life is over or you come back. And Lord, we thank you for saving my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving us and those that have prayed this prayer. Angels in heaven are rejoicing for those who have received you this week as we're praying this prayer. Whether you're watching it now or sometime later this week, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And as my dad would say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, this is a man. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what God's going to do through this. And hey, if the rapture happens between now and next Monday, we pray we see you in the clouds. Yeah. And if the cancel culture happens, go to endtimes.chat, endtimes.chat, which, end which is about to go live. It's not live yet because Dale's nope. sitting on it. <laughs> Yeah. What is the name of that play? What is the name of that company? Oh yeah, I can't say it on the on air because they're not in sponsored. Times dot chat. In times dot chat. Look forward to that, guys. It's coming up in the future. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week. We love you. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more, and don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.